Global supply chain and logistics industry leaders gather, connect, and exchange ideas at IHS Market's annual TPM conference organized by the JOC. In our new podcast series, Beyond TPM, we keep those conversations going, taking a deep dive into critical, rapidly evolving topics and the insights uncovered this year at TPM 21. I'm Alessandra Barrett, the JOC's Senior Editor for Special Projects. Today I'm speaking with Monica Trilch, Go-To-Market Senior Director at Infor, the world's third largest enterprise resource planning software company, where she works with the Infor Nexus supply chain platform. Hi, Monica. It's great to have you back. Thanks for having me, Alessandra. Now, in our last podcast, you touched on the change in visibility that's happened in the, over this past year for logistics departments. The C-suite is more aware of what they're bringing to the table and all of the potential, really, that can be unlocked there. From the customer side, that awareness has grown, too, between game right. shortages and ever-given memes, not to mention toilet paper. The average consumer is much more aware of shipping and the supply chain than ever before. Supply chain is cool. Cool. Everybody's talking about it now, right? Totally. And yes, it does make it easier to talk to our friends and family about what it is we do. (laughs) Do you think there's any benefit that comes from a deeper consumer understanding of how those pieces fit together? Yes, I would say there is. Um, And uh, I'm going to make a an analogy with uh, maybe understanding where your food comes from. Um, As kids growing up they can be forgiven for thinking that meat comes from a cooler at the grocery store, the apples and uh, carrots come from a a shelf in the produce section, uh, and that breakfast comes from a cereal box. When we reach a point uh, in our lives, perhaps where we're exposed to agriculture, perhaps in a deeper way, through visiting a, a relative who lives in the country or, you know, traveling somewhere with the family and looking at uh, miles upon miles of corn and soybean fields or um, uh, thinking about what it takes to produce the, the hamburger that you're grilling for the picnic that day. Uh, when people come to a deeper appreciation of the origins of their food, they make better choices about their food. I think that's probably one of the more natural corollaries. When you understand what goes into um, a factory raised um, egg producing chicken or a free range chicken, maybe you make a conscious choice to pay $6 for a dozen eggs instead of $3 for a dozen eggs because the $6 ones uh, claim to come from free range chickens and you like the idea of happy chickens. Um, I think as, uh, as educated consumers, when we make our decisions about what we buy, what we put into our homes, uh, what we work with, uh, where we invest and so forth, the more that we understand about the supply chains, where these things originate, what uh, are the processes and the underpinning Um, supplier and and transportation ecosystems that make these finished goods or finished services possible, we're going to make better decisions with our our buying choices. Um, 
the I think the whole topic of sustainability of um, decarbonizing our, our supply chain um, of cutting down on waste of thinking about circular economies um, uh, so that you're thinking cradle to grave about products rather than just filling landfills um, I think all of that becomes uh, better and more easily attainable decision making uh, capability when people have a deeper understanding about supply chains uh, and understand how you can look back upstream and see where a supply chain originates. What are the implications for the uh, the people who work in those origin destinations and factories? Um, anything that uh, expands our awareness, I think, about what we consume in the world, helps make us more informed consumers, helps us make better decisions, and helps us work towards um, decision-making and an economy that benefits all participants and not merely the end consumers in those economies. It is an exciting shift. I came to this industry from the wellness and sustainability space. And in the beginning, I would always ask about sustainability initiatives. And while executives were happy to talk about them, the topic was siloed. It was difficult to draw a through line between those programs or investments and the larger business value or CapEx story that, um, that they really wanted to talk about. And that conversation obviously has changed. When you look at the intersection of consumption, uh, consumer trends, and the evolution of cargo movement, what change coming out of the last year and a half of disruptions will propel us forward into a new age? I think one of the more interesting shifts that I've just become aware of, of course, is that uh, Uber's business uh, of moving passengers in, in various cities kind of dried up during the uh, the COVID lockdowns. Uh, but they've shifted their business model to moving groceries and restaurant delivery, uh, more of a sort of a DoorDash kind of a model. Uh, and that going forward, um, they may find challenges in, in finding drivers to move people as they're still concerned about um, contagion and, and so forth. Um, but they see opportunities in other delivery channels for things like cannabis, for instance, as it becomes increasingly legalized. So the, um, the ability to rethink a business model that worked before COVID-19 was a thing and entered our vocabulary uh, and going forward in a changed world with a different framework for making decisions um, is probably uh, one of the biggest things to, to come out of, of this environment for us. Um, some things will uh, keep going the way they are we still need to buy a toilet paper and we still need to have you know we're going to go grocery shopping and so forth but um, other things are going to change uh, we may decide that buying online and picking up curbside is really the best use of my time rather than going shopping in a brick and mortar store so i think we're going to see further contraction of the brick and mortar footprint for retail but a deeper penetration of retail into a logistics service provider environment, perhaps, uh, that connects with consumers in a very different way, like on the consumer's terms, literally in their own driveway or on their front porch, versus at the, um, uh, the, the retailer's footprint or location. 
That's a lot of potential for sure. Thanks, Monica, again for your time. I look forward to watching this all develop together and continuing our conversation. Oh, it was a pleasure speaking with you, Alessandra. Thanks very much for this. Beyond TPM is a production of the JOC, part of the Maritime and Trade Division of IHS Market. For more news, analysis, and business intelligence for all things shipping and logistics, visit JOC.com and follow us on social media.